The temps are warmer, you've mowed the lawn, and maybe even turned on the AC a time or two. It's definitely spring. So SpI.com is having their spring sale. Log on now and get local deals up to 50% off before they're gone. SpI.com. This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Say good morning to Jesse Rising. He has with him Dr. Ben Carson. Jesse Rising, good morning. How are you? And what prompted you to run for Congress in the 13th District? Yeah, good morning. Thanks so much for having us. So my family's been in Decatur in the heart of our district for almost 200 years. And I graduated from Eisenhower High School, was fortunate enough to be uh, recruited to play football at Yale University, which uh, was a massive culture shock for a guy like (laughs) me, but made me feel grateful for this country as the land of opportunity. So I wanted to give back in the most meaningful way that I could. Uh, That led me to Marine Corps Officer Candidate School with you know, ready to be shipped off to Afghanistan as a Marine. But uh, unfortunately, um, I had a serious neck injury that left me partially paralyzed, made a great recovery, but unfortunately never good enough for the Marine Corps. So I've been doing everything that I can to serve our country ever since then, uh, whether as a civilian in Afghanistan or uh, by co-founding a a veterans organization called the Warrior Scholar Project or by becoming a federal criminal prosecutor and taking the oath to support and defend the Constitution that way. Uh, but then I saw how the Mike Madigan machine had gerrymandered our hometown district, and uh, they wanted to parachute one of their insiders in to, to basically rule over us rather than serve and represent us. So I knew I had to stand up for our, our shared values here in, in central and southern Illinois. Tell me about your relationship with Dr. Ben Carson. How'd that uh, establish itself? Yeah, you know, I'm very fortunate to uh, one of my good friends that had worked for uh, Dr. Carson at the Housing and Urban Development and uh, been uh, engaging in discussions about uh, my race and um, the incredible record uh, that uh, Dr. Carson has, you know, rising from poverty to become really the world's greatest neurosurgeon. And uh, that uh, story just, uh, I think, resonates with everything that my campaign is all about. Because again, I think this country truly is the land of opportunity and we need to uh, teach our kids that that's exactly what this country stands for. That's the kind of uh, thing that's possible in this country. Uh, we're not uh, a country of, of uh, victims or oppressors. We're a country of, of people who are capable of, of, of achieving uh, anything they set their minds to, regardless of their circumstances. And, and Dr. Carson really embodies that to the fullest extent. Dr. Carson, good morning to you. Welcome to AM Springfield in Springfield, Illinois. Um, you were part of it. You were questioning it. Uh, how did we handle the pandemic as a country, as a administration in D.C., as a government? How did we handle? I know you were not second guessing. You were kind of in the forefront of, of saying there are other options out there. Good morning to you. Uh, good morning. Delighted to be here in Springfield. Well, first of all, you know, it's it's an e- excellent example of what happens when you mix politics with medicine. Uh, it's never a good mix. And when you don't actually follow the science, you don't look at things objectively. Uh, for instance, you probably remember early on in the pandemic, uh, there was a lot of talk about hydroxychloroquine. And uh, they tried to demonize it. And yet, if you look at Western Africa and that whole Western African coast, almost no one was getting COVID. Well, a good scientist would say, why is that? Why are these people escaping from it? 
And uh, you wouldn't have to do a lot of analysis before you discovered that it was those people took hydroxychloroquine as an anti-malarial. And in other places where they took it as an anti-malarial, there's also a very low incidence of COVID. That should tell you something. Same thing in southern India with ivermectin. Why were these things really abandoned or denigrated? It was because we have this stupid rule in FDA that says in order to get an EUA, an emergency use authorization, you cannot have another available viable treatment. Therefore, you had to denigrate any other treatment <coughs> at the expense of loss of life of hundreds of thousands of people. It makes absolutely no sense. And we need to put people uh, in Congress who are courageous, uh, who really have the interests of people at heart. Dr. Carson, is the Second Amendment in danger? We know the tragedy are happening. They've been well documented. A lot of people think the answer is to limit, reduce, whatever impact the number of guns. What's your reaction to all this, and how de- how much is the Second Amendment uh, ch- in danger of even changing a little bit? Well, again, I think uh, logic and common sense uh, could play a big role here. Uh, we should ask ourselves, in terms of things that are being proposed, how would they have affected the incident, for instance, the week before last in Texas? And if the answer is they wouldn't have had an impact, our response should be, okay, let's hear the next suggestion. Uh, There's no point in doing things that aren't going to make a difference. Uh, The Second Amendment is a very important part of our Constitution, but you have to understand why it's there. Uh, You hear people saying all the time, uh, you don't need a high-power rifle uh, to go deer hunting. The Second Amendment is not about deer hunting. It's about the people having the ability to defend themselves and their families you know, from criminals or from an overly aggressive government. Dr. Carson, it goes without saying, I think people say we are a divided, uh, polarized country. What's your reaction, and how have we gotten to that point, if in fact that is correct? Well, I think there's a lot of intentionality there. Um, You have people uh, teaching our children, uh, for instance, to evaluate people on the basis of the color of their skin rather than the content of their character. Uh, Basically, we're asking them to act like animals. Animals have the ability to react because they have very well-developed midbrains. People, not so much, but people have big frontal lobes which allow you to engage in rational thought processing. They're teaching our children, don't engage in rational thought processing. Just look at somebody and make a judgment based on that. You know, we're going backward as a civilization when that happens. But they're using race as a cudgel to divide people, to make some people feel guilty, to make other people feel like victims, uh, to make people resent each other. And you'll notice that they're driving wedges between all kinds of demographics, you know, race, age, gender, income, religion, political affiliation, you name it. And a house divided against itself cannot stand, it never has, and it never will. And that really is the only way 
to fundamentally change America is to divide it. And hopefully the people will be smart enough to see it. I, I see people waking up every day, and it's very encouraging. Dr. Carson, it looks to me like uh, a part of the Democrat Party strategy will be to focus on the question of guns and, of course, uh, the the pro-choice. Uh, a, a decision may be coming from uh, from the Supreme Court. Is that what the, are those the issues? I, I'm not sure they want to talk a lot about borders and inflation and gas prices and Afghanistan and and so on and so forth. It, it, are those two issues going to resonate enough that the that uh, the Democrats uh, maybe can hold on to the House? Uh, I seriously doubt it. Um, because recognize that particularly with younger Americans, uh, there's a greater proportion of them who are pro-life. And I think it's because they're growing up in an era where technology has demonstrated that what is in that mother's womb is a human being. It has a head, it has a face, it has arms and legs and toes and fingers. It moves, it has a heartbeat. You know, it's getting harder and harder to convince people that that's a meaningless bunch of cells. And uh, also, when you expose people to what an abortion actually is, you know, during the first trimester, you know, they use suction technique. And you can see on the ultrasound, the tube entered the uterus, and frequently the baby tries to move away from it before it tears off an arm and a leg and a head, and you see all the blood and guts going down the tube. It's barbaric. In the later times, the second term, third time, actually reaching into the uterus with a forcep, grabbing and just pulling and twisting and out comes a hip, out comes a intestine. You know, it's how can you how can you actually do that to people? And uh, I think as as more people actually understand what's going on, they'll be appalled by it. But it's also very important to make sure that we make alternatives available, viable alternatives to a woman who may have gotten pregnant, may be creating a, a real turmoil in her life. We need to make sure that she knows that there are alternatives to killing that baby. Dr. Carson, final question for you, and then we'll have a final question for Jesse Rising. Um, what does the Republican Party have to do to at least have more African-American, black Americans resi- join, buy into what they're saying? They have not, the Republican Party has not done a very good job, or maybe it's you know, the African-American community, black Americans are not buying in to what the Republican Party says. You are certainly the most, one of the most prominent, if not the most prominent uh, black American part of the Republican Party. What's a party have to do? Well, first of all, uh, I'll tell you that African-Americans are moving to the Republican Party. It used to be when I went to a conservative gathering, I would be the only black face. Now there are lots of them. Uh, And I think people are actually starting to open their eyes and realize that they've been used. And I I think the Republican Party needs to continue uh, emphasizing a lot of the things that happened during the last administration, Uh, things that were policies that caused the rising tide, which floats all boats. And and therefore, you saw the African-American community, the lowest unemployment numbers ever recorded, 
increasing wages, many greater opportunities, uh, business flourishing. You know, those are the kinds of things that I think, if done on a consistent basis, will help people to return. Dr. Carson, thanks for your time. Thanks for your visit with us this morning here on AM Springfield. Uh, Jesse Rising, what do you think are going to be the key issues? If, in fact, you win this nomination, uh, what are going to be the key issues that are going to decide the winner in the 13th Congressional District? I've got one minute. Right ahead, sir. Yeah, so we've got uh, skyrocketing inflation, record energy prices. Uh, Also, crime rates have been skyrocketing across this country since 2020 with the uh, corresponding rise in the defund the police movement. Our schools are failing our children, our southern borders wide open. President Biden is projecting such weakness and incompetence that he's emboldening our adversaries abroad, alienating our allies, and making people feel less secure in their homes here uh, domestically. Uh, So I'm going to get into office, and I'm going to work to strengthen our economy, bring good-paying jobs back to Illinois. I'm a former federal prosecutor. I'm going to stand by our law enforcement officers, both in our own backyard and at our southern border. And I'm going to work to ensure that our uh, education system empowers rather than indoctrinates the next generation of Americans. And I think that uh, those are the issues that are going to resonate with uh, with really all voters across uh, central and, and southern Illinois, regardless of whether they're Republican or Democrat. Jesse Rising, thanks for your time. Thanks for having Dr. Ben Carson join us. Have a good day. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.